What's going on, everybody? Real quick before we get to this week's solo episode on the podcast, I want to remind you that the off-market multifamily deals course is live. And uh, the feedback that we've been getting from students that are in the course and that are working through the content uh, has really been incredible. So if you are a multifamily investor that is struggling to consistently find discounted off-market deals, then I highly recommend that you check this course out. And uh, we're really proud of what we put together here. So Uh, If you want to learn more about it, there's going to be a link in the show notes, or you can go to multifamilywealtheducation.com slash off market, uh, just one word. And uh, again, for those of you that have made the leap, purchased the course and are taking action and working through it, uh, really, really appreciate the support. And again, um, if you are a multifamily investor that wants to find more off market deals, you got to check it out. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another quick solo episode here on the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. Uh, In this episode, I want to talk about the concept of creating assets in your business versus the alternative, which is oftentimes just doing similar work over and over again and in a similar way. So I'm going to try and break down this concept into something that is a little bit more simplified and a little bit more easily applied in everyone's business that's listening. Um, And this is something that's very top of mind for me because it's something that I've historically struggled with in my business. And, um, you know, a lot of what I'm talking about, uh, is very similar to delegation. It's very similar to outsourcing, but it's a, it's a bit of a different spin on it. Uh, when I say creating assets and I'm obviously going to get into that, but this is a critical thing to master. If you want to grow a scalable business, if you want to remove yourself from your business or remove yourself from a lot of the day to day, um, you know, kind of questions, uh, that you get emails, you have to answer, you know, more of the repetitive work that you have to do. So <clears throat> at a high level, when I say you know doing the same work over and over again, uh, which I use to, to to lead this podcast, to kind of lead the show here, what I'm describing is um, emails that you send on a very uh, frequent basis, right? That have the same content, questions that you answer on a very frequent bes- business uh, basis. Excuse me for folks that are in your business, whether it's employees, whether it's vendors, whether it's investors, whether it's partners, whoever, right? Questions that you get where you're answering things on a on a very regular basis. Um, it could be content that you're producing, whether it's for social media or, or something else. Um, it could be really just anything that you're doing in your business where you where you get the sensation like, ah, you know, I feel like I've answered this question before I've done this task before, or I've gone down this road already before. So I'm going to share some, some more tactical specific examples. Um, you know, let's say that you get the same questions very frequently from investors or from lenders or from anyone in your business. You know, instead of taking the time to open up the email to answer those questions on a regular basis, maybe you can create some kind of an asset in your business that can answer those questions on your behalf in a more automated fashion. So, for example, maybe you can make a frequently asked questions PDF to give to investors when they're, you know, asking any number of questions that you feel you constantly get about investing in a deal. Um, Let's say you get the same questions from lenders, whether it's about your personal borrowing situation or the deal in general. Maybe you can create, um, you know, some kind of Google Drive folder that where you just share a link that has all of your information in it on an up to date basis, versus sending the documents over one by one every time you do a deal. Let's say you have, you know, you're you have a contractor, right? Let's say you're managing construction in your business. You have a contractor who's always asking what type of materials you like to use. You know, you have a contractor asking, um, you know, just in terms of like the timeline that you want your work done or, 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 or some other common question that you receive from them. Maybe you can create a document 
that you share that includes your um, go-to materials, that includes you know, any other specific things around how you work with contractors, timelines that you want to see in a job, et cetera, right? You can create documents to answer these questions on your behalf. And as you start to receive the same questions over and over again, that should be triggering a mental, you know, just kind of, it should be triggering something mentally in you that says, okay, I need to create some, you know, some living, breathing asset in the business that removes the need for me to answer these questions on a one-by-one basis into the future. Um, I think that's probably the most common example of this. Some other examples are, let's say you're, you're oftentimes sending the similar, similar outbound emails, right? We do this when we uh, schedule our podcast for the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. Um, and we've created email templates within Gmail where we can just click, you know, outgoing podcast invitation, change the first name, we get it out, right? It saves a lot of time. I think common examples for people uh, in terms of, you know, examples of, of, of emails that you send on a frequent basis are like networking emails, right? Trying to find a time to chat, whether it's on the phone or in person. Um, it could be, you know, introductory emails where you're connecting to people in your network, where you're connecting to investors you think that should, you know, you think should chat with each other. You should probably build an email template around that that saves a little bit of that time. Um, there's probably loads of outbound emails from an asset management standpoint that you send on a regular basis to property managers, updating them on where you're at in the transaction process and the handoff, right? So that maybe you send out an automated Gmail template that says, you know, hey, Mr. Property Manager, we got two weeks left to closing. We're going to coordinate the keys on, you know, key handoff on this date. Tenants need to be notified on this date, et cetera. Like these are emails that you probably send more than once in, you know, in a given year, in a given three, four, five month stretch. And it's helpful to create templates around this stuff to make sending those more scalable and less of a time investment on your behalf in the future. And the byproduct of all of this as well is that it makes delegating these tasks easier or delegating that work easier when it comes time to do that. Again, I am not an expert in this. This is something I'm learning on the fly right now and something that I've struggled with in the past. But focusing on this recently has really, really helped me remove myself from the business in a sense. So a few more other examples of this. Um, you know, if you're doing email marketing, which is probably only going to hit a smaller percentage of the listener base, but it shouldn't because everybody who's in multifamily real estate should be email marketing, um, which is a whole nother podcast. But anyways, uh, instead of trying to just consistently maintain the, the discipline to send out one-off campaigns, you know, and sending off one email every week to your list where you're brainstorming, you're trying to think of what it is, and that's how you're going to continue to nurture the folks that get on your list. You should probably create automations, right? An email automation is an automation where you send out a sequence of emails at one time versus having to remember and draft those emails uh, each week, right? So when someone joins your email list, there's you can set it up so that maybe there's 25 or 30 emails already preset to hit them over the next 30 to 60 days. And you're removing that work off your plate and you're creating an automation of emails, which is an asset in your business. Um, and then just in general, you know, stuff like social media graphics, you know, spend the time to create a great template up front and then use that template moving forward. You know, that's an asset. Um, creating a company overview that you share with investors, you know, a nice branded PDF, creating a credibility kit to share with lenders and brokers and other inv you know, investors, sellers, whoever, right? That's a, that's a company asset that you should invest in up front. And that way you don't have to keep doing it over and over again. And it's something that lives with your business. Um, there's plenty of examples of that. And I'm probably going to cut it here because I don't want this episode to go on too long. But I think that when you start to think about what can I build in my business 
that I can continue to repurpose and reuse into the future or that can save me time in my day-to-day work throughout a given week or a given month or a given quarter, what have you, you're going to start creating things that really start to remove yourself from the day-to-day of your business and allow you to focus on the more important things, which is finding deals and raising money. So I hope I delivered this in a, you know, in a way that was digestible and easily understood. But it's something that is very top of mind for you, a top of mind for me right now, excuse me, because we're focusing on this in our business right now is creating the assets that allow us to focus on the larger things that matter. So if you found value in this episode, please leave the show a rating and a review. If you haven't already, it's the only way that this show gets in front of more eyeballs and uh, really appreciate everybody that leaves reviews. And again, uh, thank you all for listening and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.